Hello and welcome to another episode of the FSLSO Palmcast. I'm your host, Jordan Morrow, and in this episode we caught up with several surplus lines industry professionals at the 2019 FAI convention to shine the spotlight on Florida surplus lines agents and the agent community. Our first guest is Connor O'Leary, president of Shelley, Middlebrooks, and O'Leary. All right, Connor O'Leary, thank you so much for joining us for this sort of FSLSO Palmcast. We're glad to have you. Thank you for the invitation. Can you start off just by uh, telling me a little bit about yourself? Sure. So I am the president of Shelley Middlebrooks and O'Leary. We are a wholesale broker in Jacksonville, Florida. Uh, we primarily focus on transportation, wheels-based business, although we do write uh, GL property homeowners. Our, the largest portion of our book of business is a wheels-based business. Okay. Yeah, and as I mentioned, we're here at this you know, wonderful hotel attending the FAI convention. What brings you down here this year? So we attend FAIA for a whole host of reasons, uh, primarily to touch base with a lot of retail agents that we may not get out and see during the year for a variety of reasons, uh, and then also to look for new retail agents to do business with and partner with. And something tells me you've been coming here for a pretty long time. Just how many of these conventions have you attended over your, over your time in the insurance business? So this is the 16th year that I have attended. However, Shelley Middlebrooks and O'Leary as a company has been attending much longer than that. So uh, before me... Uh, my grandfather and my father, who were the principals of our agency, attended a number of FAIs, and uh, and I can remember coming to FAI as a small child, tagging along with my dad. Really? And then uh, when I when I joined the the office, actually came as a, as an exhibitor with him as well for the first couple of years. So this has been uh, been a long time. That's so. really cool. And and so your dad used to bring you down here, and then now you're bringing your family down. Here I do, you. I do. So uh, I have three little ones, and, and they are running around here somewhere. But uh, <laughs> somewhere around the hotel. But my little ones are, are are nine, five, and two. So there's no telling where they are. Oh I'm hopefully gosh. they're with my wife. <laughs> <laughs> so you got a busy house. <laughs> I do, I do. So with all the time you've been coming down here for, what is your favorite part about attending the convention? I think really. The most value that we get out of this is, is really seeing agents face-to-face, uh, being able to talk in an environment where we're seeing a lot of agents getting a lot of different opinions, hearing a lot of different things, uh, and can kind of hear something from one agent and then follow up with another agent in a very short amount of time to, to verify that information or to try to clarify what's going on out in the marketplace. So that, I think, is uh, one of the most valuable. The other one is seeing a lot of our competitors. I know that, that sounds strange, but uh, seeing a lot of the MGA wholesalers that we compete with on a daily basis, that we compete with as friendly competitors, right. talking to them in a casual situation where there's a lot of agents around, but also hearing the struggles that some of the MGA wholesalers are having uh, and hearing kind of what's going on in their shop and then sharing a little of what goes on in our shop is a valuable kind of social experiment, social engagement with, with other competitors that are out in the marketplace. Yeah, it's a great place to just come down and, and do some networking, see some friendly faces, meet a lot of new people, and the, the convention is just world class, so we're all having a great time down here so far. And as you know, FAI offers a number of classes and seminars and sessions and things like that. Will you be attending any of these classes? So I do. I attend uh, some in the morning when the exhibit hall is not open. Uh, I attended uh, a session this morning uh, discussing insurance fraud, uh, a lot of discussion regarding AOB during that seminar, and then talking about the changes to the legislation to try to correct the AOB issues and the AOB reform that'll, that'll take place in July. So a good seminar, it's, it's good to hear a lot of that information. A lot of it is delivered to the retail agent perspective. So you have to, you have to uh, kind of think about it and, and convert it to how it would apply to the wholesale MGA world. 
but uh, but it is valuable information to kind of hear what retail agents are looking for and how they're trying to prevent fraud within their book of business and operation. Yeah, and AOV was obviously one of the big topics on the agenda for this past session. Can you talk to me a little bit about um, what do you think now the session is all over and done with? What do you think of uh, the news that came out of that and the progress that was made? You know, I think that it made it. It will make a lot of progress in reducing the amount of AOB. I, I can say that in our portfolio, AOB has been not as large of a problem as some of the admitted carriers and other ENS brokers. Uh, a lot of our property portfolio is higher value homes and it's a lot of North Florida business. And so we have not been uh, as severely impacted by AOB as some of the South Florida uh, or lower value products that, that AOB fraud's been going on. So while we are conscious of it and aware of it, for us it hasn't been as significant a loss driver. But that being said, without reform, it very well may have become a significant loss driver over the next two years as, as that type of activity moved more, more north in, in Florida. Um, I think that there were a whole host of, of options that have been put forth to the legislature to try to repair the AOB or try to reform AOB issues. Um, and I think that anytime you're trying to change legislation in Florida, it is, it is a monumental task to try to get that done. And so I'm happy with what came out of it. I think there are still you know, a number of areas of AOB that need to be addressed or that may become more of a focus of where some of these bad actors turn to. Uh, one of the primarily, primary ones that we are involved with is windshield glass. Uh, windshield glass was left out of the AOB reform this year, uh, but it is a is a big loss driver for what we see. And so I think that it's something that is going to have to come back up in the marketplace at some point in time in the future. Yeah, it's been something that's been talked about for so long leading up to this session, and even though there was progress made on it this time around, something tells me that there's going to be a lot more talk about it in the near and both far future. So the story is not over with AOB, that's for sure. It no, it's got, a, it's got a long road ahead of it. <laughs> uh, I want to circle back real quick. You said that um, you grew up coming to FAI with your dad. Can you tell me a little bit about the history of SMO and how long it's been in business and how you got involved? Sure. So SMO was founded in 1952 by my grandfather. And uh, he joined Frank Middlebrooks and Walter Shelley. And at the time, they were running a property management and, and lending operation. And he came into that office and brought an insurance component to what they were already doing. Uh, our first contract was with Canal Insurance Company, and our second contract was with National Indemnity. Both of those contracts we still hold today and have held continuously uh, since, they were, since they were signed. Uh, he came in at that point in time. Uh, Mr. Shelley and Mr. Middlebrooks were significantly older, and they exited the business shortly after that. Uh, he continued on with the insurance. We had a retail and a wholesale side, and uh, in the mid-'80s, we divested of the retail side and, and strictly focused on the wholesale MGA side. And uh, my father ran the business up until uh, 2011, and then at which time my, my younger sister and myself uh, took over and have been, have been in charge and run it ever since. So uh, it's been... A family business, I, I don't think that when we were growing up, there was never any pressure for Aaron and I to ever come to work there. Yeah. In fact, my dad had encouraged us to, to find other pursuits, other interests <laughs> really? outside of that. And it just so happened that uh, when we were given the opportunity to work there, even even just to see, like, well, you've graduated from college now, it's this is available, right. this is an opportunity, do you want to take a look at it? Uh, we both really excelled at it. 
found that we really liked it. Uh, we, we really enjoyed working for our father, and he you know, he was a great mentor for us. And uh, so we've we've hopefully uh, continued the, the same integrity and, and everything that he instilled in us and had ran the business for that long and continue to move forward with it. It's great to hear. It's not just a family business, but everyone's there because they're passionate about it and they, and they love it. And that's something your dad passed on. It's very neat. Yeah, we have a number of employees that have been there longer longer than I have. So, really? that, yeah, we, we have a number of employees that uh, that have been there 25 plus years and oh they're not showing any signs of, of leaving. <laughs> thank, thank goodness. Not slowing down just yet. No. So it's uh, it's a family environment. We are a smaller smaller wholesaler, um, but we really enjoy what we do and, and we think that we, we do a really good job with our small niche of the marketplace. Well, Connor, thank you so much for making some time for me and speaking with me. We are here live from the 115th annual FAI convention in Orlando, Florida. We'll see you back in the hall. Thank you very much. Our next guest is FAIA education instructor David Thompson. We discussed how he got started working for FAIA and one of his biggest passions outside of insurance. All right, everybody, I am back with my second guest of the day. This is David Thompson with FAIA. David, how are you? I'm doing good. Good to see you today here. Great to see you and great to finally meet you in person. I know we've been doing some email correspondence, but it's great to finally put a face to yep, the name. Same thing. So can you just start off by just by telling me a little bit about yourself? I think my friends that know me would call me, describe me as an insurance nerd who loves to smoke barbecue. <laughs> uh, those are my two passions. I, I served in the military about seven years. I was in a retail insurance agency in Vero Beach for a bit over 10 years. And I've been at FAI for 23 years next month. Full-time wow. job is traveling, teaching insurance classes about 100 plus days a year. And that's what I do. Wow. So, yeah. So let me just jump right into that. You're a little bit different than most of the people who attend FAI because you work for FAI. Right. Can you tell me, how did you get involved with that? When I was in a retail agency, I took a couple of classes from FAI and I said, man, these guys are really good instructors. And so I started teaching at the local community college back then and a chance came to work for FAI and it was kind of like a dream job for me. And I figured if I didn't do it, I'd regret it the rest of my life. So I took it and haven't looked back. Well, it seems like you made the right call because, like you said, you've been here almost 25 years now, so yep. you must like it a lot. Yep. It's a great place to work. Yeah. So you travel over, what would you say, over 100 days of the year teaching classes? Yeah. Mostly Florida. Okay. Uh, but some out of state. Other states will hire us. I was out in uh, Oregon back in um, March to teach for their winter conference. I'll be at CPCU in a couple of months. But I'm probably 95% Florida. A time or two uh, per year out of state somewhere else. Now, obviously, FAI is a massive convention that takes place here in Orlando every year. Tell me a little bit about what kind of work goes into just setting up this conference, the logistics, making sure everything is right. I'm sure there's a ton that goes into yeah. making sure everything a, is a perfect. A lot, a lot. <laughs> we will actually finish on uh, Saturday back to Tallahassee over the weekend. Okay. And one day next week, we'll have a what we call a post-con, post-convention meeting. Mm -hmm. We'll look at what went on and... Next week, we'll start planning next year's convention. Wow. And it really ramps up around December. We have numerous staff meetings, and we bring about a staff of about 15 down here. And everybody has their own job. Likely, we've got a lot of our folks who are veterans have done this for many years. We have three new people this year, but, like, I've this is my 22nd. I do the same thing every year, so I've got my part down. Yeah, I have well oiled and changed. Yeah, yeah. Everybody has their little part that they do. So. Okay. It's a full staff involvement. So you said 15 come down. How many people actually work for FAI? Uh, around 35 or so. Okay. 
So not a We probably got office. more than 15 down here because we counted on the way down. Our staff at the office is probably around 10. So we got probably around close to 20 folks down here. And what is your uh, the role that you do every year here? What's your responsibility? Oh, I teach classes every year. We have three time slots. Uh, it would be Wednesday afternoon, Thursday morning, and Friday afternoon. So every time slot, I'm booked. I'm, I'm, I'm the only guy that does all three time slots. So wow. that's my full-time job. But then like this afternoon, is off. No official duties. I'm not off. So I stand exhibit hall. A lot of people come up to me and ask questions and stuff like that. And what are some of the specific classes that you'll be teaching? I imagine you cover a lot of material. I taught a class yesterday, repeated tomorrow, with a, a fellow from the National Big Eye. Uh, it was called the Thompson and Boggs Battle of Coverage Disputes. It was basically two guys up front arguing, two insurance <laughs> guys, about technical coverage issues, ordinance and law, stuff like that. I taught an insurance agent's errors and emissions class this morning. I always teach, you know, Thursday morning. I teach one of the class Wednesday and Friday. So I'm uh, four, five, six, seven, eight hours in classroom down here. Wow, so that really is a full-time gig each day. Yeah, it That's is. a lot of work. Our days start at like 5 a.m. and finish. Uh, I'll be, if I'm in the room by 9 o'clock at night, I'll be lucky. Wow. Well, I'm glad you love what you do because <laughs> it wouldn't be easy to do it otherwise. And being prior military is good because I woke up this morning at 2.50 Wow, and I really? said, I am not going back to sleep. Be productive. I was out running around the parking lot at 3.15 this oh morning. My gosh. By 4.30, I had run, had a shower, eaten breakfast, was dressed for the day. So it's that's what we, not everybody's as crazy as I am, but they're long days for us. Very so long days. People probably saw you running around the property at 3 o'clock. Oh, they were still morning, asleep. Going, What's going on? <laughs> yeah, they're still, they, <laughs> know I, they know I run. Yeah. <laughs> so of all the 20 plus years that you've been coming to FAI, what are some of your favorite memories, good or bad ones, that really stick out from your time organizing, attending, and everything else? You know, knock on some wood somewhere around here, we've never really had uh, a big problem. Uh, this year, our keynote speaker was a guy on Fox News, and he had to bag it about 30 days out. We filled that slot. I think my best memories. We've had some pretty cool speakers. We had uh, the Apollo 13 guys, uh, Krantz and Lovell, that spoke one year. Really? We had uh, Air Force pilot Cap Captain Scott O'Grady got shot down in the 90s and was rescued. He gave us good. We've had four or five sports figures, you know, quarterbacks, coaches, um, Lou Holtz spoke. So you get to sell that boxer. Sugar Ray Leonard was here. So we get to some pretty good speakers that show up. So there's a kind of fun to see those, those people. That's very cool. Yeah, I imagine a convention like this has a lot of draw and a lot of pull to it. So that's really yeah. interesting to hear about some of the people that have came and spoken. Yeah. The last thing I have to ask you about is because you brought it up earlier. Tell me about this barbecue fascination obsession that you have. What uh, is that all about? Your buddy Brian Young that works for you knows about it. He's come to the house. I've started smoking barbecue, um, oh, 10 years ago. It's, you know, I'm, my analogy is some ladies bake stuff and give away cakes and stuff. Yeah. Well, I smoke. I'm, in fact, I'm smoking... Smoking on the barbecue uh, three times in the next three months. I'll probably do 80 or 90 pounds, and I will give away, if I smoke 80, I'll give away 70 pounds to people, family, friends, coworkers. I feed the fire department up by, by me. It's just uh, something I like doing, and I'm pretty darn good at it. It's the U.S. Brian. It's the best you'll ever have. And you're in <laughs> Tallahassee on uh, July 6th. I'll be smoking, so I'll have Brian bring you some. That sounds just perfect. And Barry, ask, ask Barry Lanier, too. He knows about okay. it. <laughs> I faked the insurance stuff. I got the barbecue down. That's my line. I saw the email you sent, Brian, that you've got all these different cookers and smokers yeah, and grills yeah, and all yeah. different kinds of stuff. It's, fun. it's my it's my stress therapy. I, I love it. Get up at 4 o'clock and work like a dog all day. It's fun. 
wow, well, that is some discipline you've got there. Yeah, it's <laughs> military. Up, up military. at 3, 4 a.m., run yeah, and come yeah. home, smoke some barbecue for the rest of the day. Yeah. That's a perfect work-life uh, balance. Yeah. Love it. Yeah. Well, David Thompson, thank you so much for your time and speaking to me about uh, FAI, your life, your career. I really appreciate your time. Good. Glad to do it. Glad you guys showed up this year, too. Glad to have you. We had a great time. Thank yeah, you. Thanks. Our third and final guest is the CEO of Seacoast Underwriters, R.C. Chafin. He's seen just about everything during his lifelong career in insurance, and he shared some of his favorite memories with me from all the decades that he's been attending the convention. All right, I'm sitting here with my third and final guest for this episode of the FSLSO Palmcast, and I've got R.C. with me here from Seacoast Underwriters. R.C., how are you? I'm doing well. Jordan, how are you? I'm doing good. Thank you so much for being my guest. Oh, you're welcome. Can you start off just by telling me a little bit about yourself? Um, I can try. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I'm CEO of Seacoast Underwriters and have been for the last uh, 25 years. Seacoast Underwriters got started uh, back in 1996. When we were uh, owned by Scandia, the Scandia Group, the Scandia Companies out of Stockholm, Sweden. And uh, prior to that, I was in Atlanta, Georgia, working as president of Georgia Casualty Insurity. And then prior to that, I was with Utica National Insurance Group. And it goes back a couple more times. But I got into business in 1974 with Lumberman's Mutual of Ohio. So you and insurance go way back. So you've done probably just about everything at this well, point. I, I do, yes. Uh, I... Uh, Spent 22 years on the uh, admitted side, and uh, the last 25 whatever years, no longer than that, almost 30 years. And we are here at FAIA. We're live. We've got the convention going on all around us. What brings you down to the convention this year? Well, I've been coming to this convention since 1978, and um, representing different companies, of course. And um, the last several years, Seacoast Underwriters has been hosting what we call a casino night for all of our top agents. Yeah, that's one of the parties that uh, MSLSA always looks forward to attending. We have a great time over there, meeting and seeing everyone. Yeah, and we do as well. Um, we used to have a booth here, but we we feel like we get a bigger bang for our buck with, with the party. Yeah. So and it's gone well for us. So what's your favorite part about attending FAIA? Best thing for us and has been since I've been coming here is getting together with all of our agents around the state that we don't get to see very often, mm-hmm. from the Panhandle down to Miami and over to Jacksonville and over to the West Coast. Um, it's just been great for us, and, and we bring our underwriting staff in to meet with them as well. Yeah. And uh, my son, who is president of Seacoast Underwriters, he's here as well meeting with all of our agents. So it's a family business? It's a family business, involved? yeah. We'll have uh, Sean... And my wife, Suzanne, she works in the office as well. So we're all here. Yeah. That's great. You know, I was talking with uh, Connor O'Leary earlier this morning, and he was talking about how his dad was the, one of the founders of SMO, and now he's the president, and uh, he's grown up and in, 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 uh, doing that, coming to FAI, and now he's bringing his family to FAI. So that's very cool how it's just a family and, business. Uh, and that's what we're so proud of is that the family businesses are still alive and well. Absolutely. Not just with the wholesalers, uh, but retail agents as well. And FAI offers a bunch of different classes and seminars and presentations, things like that. Are you going to be involved with any of the classes or seminars at this convention? This year, we, we are not. Uh, last year, we did, we hosted a class, a flood class, I think it was. Um, and we do that from time to time. We, we put on classes. Uh, this year, we did not do that. I want to go back and talk to you a little bit about Seacoast Underwriters. What do you specialize in? Well, we're, I hate to use the word generalist, but we... We have a transportation division. We have a PNC, property and casualty division. 
uh, and we do a lot of flood and excess flood uh, throughout the whole state and uh, of course homeowners business uh, so we we've got expertise in each of those categories and we have two offices one in Lake Mary and one in uh, Coral Gables which is right near Miami that's great so it sounds like you all do a little bit of everything and keep yourselves busy we do we're excited about this industry and where it's going and uh, of course we have more competition today than we've ever had but that that's what makes it interesting and good for the consumer yeah and the last thing I want to ask you is, is just earlier we were talking about the new um, policy rate that was passed and how it's going to be reasonable. And, and what's your take on that? What do you think about all that? Well, I think the market's going to find its own equilibrium there. Right now, I think a lot of people are nervous about the definition of reasonable. And I, I think some people have a plan going in and time will tell if, if it's reasonable or not. Uh, It'll take a while to, to sink in. And the other big question, too, involves the policy fee for the retail agents and how that's going to be handled as well. Right now, it, it's new. And so anytime there's a change or something new, uh, people are nervous about it. And uh, I think most of the people that I know, they want to make sure they don't cross the line with, with, yeah, with what's reasonable. So I think that's what we're going to have to wait and see. And it won't take long. It won't take long. Yeah, I think that's a great take. I mean, it, 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 like you said, it is something new, and we're all kind of adjusting to it, testing out the waters and seeing where to go from here. But I think with enough time, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll strike out the right balance. Yeah, well, I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have a choice, it seems like. we got to right. make it work. That's right. Well, that's great. R.C., thank you so much for your time. I really appreciate oh, my you pleasure. sitting down and talking with me. And uh, we'll see you at the poker night tonight. I will look forward to it. Thanks, Thanks Jordan. Sir. Appreciate it. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the FSLSO Palmcast. We hope you enjoy these live interviews from the 2019 FAIA convention in Orlando, Florida. If you have any suggestions for topics you'd like us to discuss in our next episode, please email us at outreach at FSLSO.com. Thanks again, and be sure to follow us on Twitter at FSLSO to stay up to date on all things Palmcast.